All right, and we are going live and we are live. Yo, 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 tell me what you know. Welcome to the Sunshine Show. Woo! Today, tonight, wherever in the world you may roam, I have the most amazing guest for you guys. I have the one and only, the most phenomenal, the most fabulous, Nativo Gonzalez of Paid the Cost. What's up, Nativo? What's happening, Sunshine? How you doing? Well, you know, I am recovering from last night. We had a full-on <laughs> party. Um, <laughs> and then you have an interview with me at what? What time is it? 6.30 a.m.? <laughs> it might as well be. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And of course, Winston. So I have a friend staying with me. So I had to sleep on the couch with the pig. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't make it up if I tried and the pig woke me up at four at five at six and at seven o'clock I'm like dude what is going on um the pig so, life the pig life yeah you guys so I need to introduce you to Nativo he is an amazing host of paid the cost podcast and we are going to learn all about how to start your own podcast today if you've ever been um, Nativo is going to give us all the hints and tricks um the tips I did want to say congratulations because he did win a 2022 swelly award from Santa Cruz waves for his podcast oh my gosh what an honor you know because um, I mean, this is from the community, you know, the, co the community votes on this and um, Santa Cruz waves is such a big deal in this town. And I just I, flattered, honored, humbled, thankful, grateful. I mean, every, all of those words, you know, if there was one word to pack them all into, I'd just say that um, and I could go on forever, but um you know, that's what my podcast is about. It's about, you know, shining a light on the central coast, you know, I, I try to stay mainly Santa Cruz, but there's so many great people from this area that, you know, I can't help but go out of Santa Cruz to find these amazing people. And I even go over the hill to the to Bay Area. You know, I, I do a lot of interviews for people from San Jose. I have a huge affinity for San Jose just because um, when I was young, uh, my mom would put me on the Highway 17 Express and then my dad would pick me up at the Amtrak station and I'd spend the weekend with him. So there's a lot of my childhood that I spent in San Jose, you know, on the weekends. And there's just a lot of memories for me there. There's a lot of culture there. There's a lot of diversity there. And, you know, I, I feel like the Central Coast has adopted a lot of the stuff, um, the culture from the Bay Area in the sense that, you know, we are also a melting pot, you know, and, and all of our cultures um, no, I don't want this to be a pot shot at, at, at Southern California or anything because I love LA. I love uh, SoCal, but I, it, it's hard for me to accept the, 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 um, the separation down there, you know, the, there's, you know, Mexican places, there's black places, there's white places, Asian, Jewish, you know, and it's, it's not as, um, it's not as together as we are in these areas, you know, and, and I love that about the central coast of the Bay area. It's, it's an amazing, it's amazing aspect to have in a community because we don't, we, we want to indulge and enjoy each other's cultures instead of being like, no, that's wrong. We do it this way. We don't do it that way. We enjoy all the aspects that, you know, we, we have to share with each other. You know, I'm, I'm married, you know, I'm married to an Eastern Indian woman that's from London and our wedding from London oh yeah yeah my, my wife and her family are from London 
So her, my, my wife's parents were born in Africa, um, one in Uganda, one in Kenya. And there was a dictator in Uganda um, many moons ago. And he told all the Indians that they needed to leave because they were stealing the black man's jobs. So most of the Indians um, in that region had UK passports and they ended up migrating to the London area. And there's a huge population of Indians there now. Okay. And that's, that's where my, my in-laws scooted off to. And that's where my, my beautiful wife and her brother were born. And then when they were like eight and seven years old, they moved to Santa Cruz um, uh, to get into the, not, not my wife and my brother-in-law, but her, their parents moved here to, to get into the hospitality business. And that's how my family, you know, me and my wife got in the hospitality business for a little while. And, uh, so yeah, I, I, you know, melting pot, you know what I mean? And, and it's really cool. What I, where I was going with that is that our wedding, you know, it was, you know, it was a three day long Indian wedding, but at the end, at the end of the three days, I mean, my wife got a mariachi band to come through and they're playing, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it, it was a, a, a coming together of cultures and it was just really beautiful. And that's one of the beautiful, most beautiful things about the area that we live in is that we can, you know, coexist like that. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. love it. Absolutely. Let me check the chat really quick. We got Kaylin, girl, I'm surprised you're up from the party last <laughs> Uh, we got Don, we got Dave. Thank you guys all for hanging out. If you have any questions, drop them in the chat. You know how this works. Um, so I actually was able to meet Nativo last year. I was a guest on his show and he has a whole setup, a whole studio dedicated to his podcast. So Nativo, I want to talk a little bit about that. How did you get the idea to start the podcast? Where did the dream come from? Yeah, great, great, great question. Um, so again, you know, I, I, I'm in I'm an entrepreneur by nature and, you know, I've owned multiple businesses in Santa Cruz. Um, my most prevalent businesses were uh, a car audio shop uh, was my first, first solid business. Um, and then we went into the hospitality business and me and my wife owned one of the motels by the boardwalk. Um, and, you know, we in, in 2019, at the end of the year, that's our slow period in Santa Cruz wintertime. We remodel every single room in the motel and we're like 2020 is our year, you know, we got all these brand new rooms, we've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars, and we had the best February we had ever had, and then March comes along and everything shuts down. So the first time in 10 years, I have free time and I have no idea what to do with myself. And it was actually, you know, we, we were very blessed and we were able to buy a home in Scotts Valley, which is about uh, 10 minutes north of Santa Cruz going into the Santa Cruz mountains up Highway 17. It's the first mountain town. <laughs> and, and my wife and my son had been living there for like six months and I was down at the motel 24 seven living there and I hadn't really even seen my family that much so COVID hits I'm at home all of a sudden I have no idea what to do with myself and I start going on like these crazy walks so I'm walking four miles they get up to 10 miles 15 miles 20 I mean I'm completely exploring every nook and cranny of Scotts Valley I can 
and I'm listening to music and I'm like, okay, rap, I'm tired of listening to this. I'm putting on some classic rock. Okay, I'm tired of this. I'm gonna listen to all of these. Okay, I'm tired of, this. okay, what do I listen to now? And my brother-in-law, he has worked for uh, Apple for about 12 years now and he works for corporate and I'm talking to him one day and I'm like, yo, dog, I'm, I'm bored of listening to music. You know, like, do you have any suggestions? And he's like, well, I've been listening to podcasts, you know, check them out. There's so many different things. There's murder mysteries, there's thrillers, there's Joe Rogan, there's X, Y, and I'm just like, whoa, whoa, what is, okay. So I listened to uh, a murder mystery and I was just like, this is so cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, I'm going on these ridiculously long, long walks for hours and, you know, I, I, I'm listening to these stories and stuff and I'm like, all right, let me try something different. And that's when I put on Joe Rogan. And I'm listening to Joe Rogan every day. And one day I'm like, man, I can do this. You know, I, I've walked so many different paths in my life. I've, I've, uh, I mean, I've gang banged. I've been a dope fiend. I've gone to college. I've opened businesses. I've lived in Las Vegas. I've lived in Sacramento. I mean, I've lived all over the place. I've done so many different things. And I was like, I know so many different people. So I start imagining myself, and this, this is manifestation at its best. So I start imagining myself, Sunshine, literally sitting in my studio before it's even built. I mean, of course, I, of course, Nativo. <laughs> right. So, so I'm, I'm imagining myself talking to a couple people that I think would be cool guests. And I'm like, one day I finally get the nerve up to call one of them. And I'm like, hey, man uh if you know if i did this would you guys like nativo of course bro that sounds dope let's do it do it and i'm like all right so i sit on it for a couple more weeks because you know i gotta ask the boss you know if, if, <laughs> if you know what she thinks about it get her input right so a couple weeks later i finally get the nerve to go upstairs and and my wife's still in bed and i kind of get in cuddle up next to her and i'm like hey uh you know i have this idea and I shoot it out to her and Tanika's like, she, she melted me. She says, babe, I think you would be so good at that. And I think it's a great thing for you to do. And it just, I guess I just wasn't expecting that. You know what I mean? I was expecting like, really, you want to do that or no way or whatever. Right. But the reaction was totally different. I was like, holy shit, I can do this, you know? So I call up a, a buddy, he comes over, he builds the podcast studio, builds a custom table, I do all the research. Um, and, you know, here we are today, you know, getting Swelly Awards. <laughs> Dude, that is so, so fucking cool. Um, let me check the chat really quick. I actually just found a whole bunch of other comments. Sorry, guys. Hey, Paul, how's it going? Paul says he lived in Livermore, California for a bit when he was younger. Um, I don't know where Livermore is. Where's Livermore? Nativa. It's in the Bay Area. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Uh, Dave says the Cali music scene is back. New York is dying. We need a resurgence of new music and genre blends. Okay, Dave. We got David <laughs> Hammer in the chat. What's up, David Hammer? Thank you guys all for hanging out. We got Leaf. What are you guys up to today? Uh, we are all recovering from last night's party. Okay. <laughs> um, so really funny story real quick before we get into the nitty gritty uh when i did nativo's podcast i was still having the teeth issues i talked so much about and we are literally talking and my fucking front tooth falls out 
Because at the time, before I got my new teeth, I was probably <laughs> ripping my tooth in and it just fell right out. But we kept the podcast going. We never stopped. Straight up, kept it going. <laughs> I was thinking to myself too. I was like, is she pulling toothpaste out of her purse right now? Like, what is happening right Polygrip, <laughs> Polygrip. <laughs> oh my god um, so what do you think how important is it to have your partner support you in your journey and what you're you know trying to do you know what Sean? I've never me and Tanika have been together for about 11 years now going on 12 and um I've never been in a relationship with a woman like I have with my wife, you know, she, she's taught me a lot of things and, you know, the importance of having separate lives, you know what I mean? But the importance of communicating, um, the importance of taking things slow, you know, I, I would have impregnated her, you know, six months into the relationship and, you know, got married a month after that, you know what I mean? Like, I, I've always been head over heels for her, you know, um, but I think the fact that, you know, she comes from a completely different world than I come from, you know, I, I have alcoholism on one side of my family, I have drugs on the other side of the family, I have, the, you know, the, the gang thing on one side, um, major poverty on the other side, um, and I, you know, I come from some heavy shit, you know, and Tanika doesn't. You know, her parents are very worldly. Um, you know, they accepted me as soon as I walked through the door and I didn't expect it. And that's when I was wearing, you know, 3X t-shirts down to my knees and my pants were down to my knees. And, you know, I'm driving up in a car that has 22 inch rims that you can hear me coming down the block and there's TVs playing and, TV, you know, I walk. Multiple TVs. Absolutely. Well, you know, I own a car audio shop. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Come on. Um, <laughs> of course, they were all playing SpongeBob. You know what I mean? But because <laughs> I got to take the kids with me. But uh, but you know, the, the importance of it is is um, when you can have that kind of communication with somebody that you know you you really have a respect for. Um, because Tanika is also an entrepreneur. She is one of the highest end makeup artists in the area. She does, I mean, I can't even tell you who they are because she had to sign NDAs, you know what I mean? But, you know, very, very prominent CEOs in the Silicon Valley. Um, you know, she gets flown all over the country for weddings. She has her own eyelash line. Um, she's an Instagram influencer. Uh, I mean, we just went on a couple trips that were completely paid for because she's an Instagram influencer, you know, and, um, you know, when you look up to somebody like that, you know, I, I, I admire her and I respect her just as a human being first, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, the wife and the friendship act, uh, you know, aspect are secondary, but, when you have that kind of level of respect for the person you're in, you know, the sky's the limit, you know, because I'm watching what she's doing. She's watching what I'm doing and it pushes us to, to do more, you know, and it's, it's like, you know, seeing that we won the award last night, you know, it's, 
it, it, it takes you to another level. You know, I'm, I'm recording a video to post on Instagram and Tanika's in the background going, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, uh, you know, it just, it doesn't get any better than that. You know what I mean? There's, there's such a love respect, um, different level that you're on when you can be with somebody like that. And, and when you can trust somebody like that to the fullest degree, th there's just no limit. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm finding from, from being this relationship with her. Cause I'm a reactor. I'm, I stress out, I worry. And Tanika's the complete opposite. You know what I mean? And she's like, why are you worried all the time? Like, Aww. you know, like I, I, I'm the one that's like, you know, everything's gotta be spotless. I'm OCD. I'm a psycho. You know what I mean? And Tanika like throws her shit everywhere. And I'm constantly picking up after her and junior all the time and Amari. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, I feel like I'm the odd one out, but, but I also feel like God gave me this role to take care of these people. So although like I stand out from them, I'm so much of a part of them. And they're so much of a part of me that it just takes you to a different echelon in life. You know what I mean? And I feel on top of the world all the time, you know, it, you know, I can come home and, and, my kids, my boys are going to be super happy to see me, even though one's 15, you know what I mean? And, and Tanika is always happy to see me. And, and, you know, I've, I've just never, I've never been in this type of relationship before. And, and look what I've done with my life in the last 12 years since I've been with her, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the importance of being in a relationship like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. There, there's, there's no limit. Now that you've made us all sick with your uh, cows of amazingness, <laughs> what is going on with my makeup? I just had, I had to retouch my makeup today and apparently it's melting off my face. Uh, so you had talked, you had said earlier that when you were going on all your walks and stuff that uh, you were getting sick of listening to music. And Dave says, that's blasphemy. <laughs> he goes, even though, he says, even though you're sick of it, laugh out loud, what are the best three albums to walk with? Ooh, um, you know, full albums, I don't know. Cause I like to skip around a lot. You know what I mean? Um, I love classic rock. So, you know, my mom's from Detroit, Michigan. So, you know, growing up, you know, we always had Motown in the house. We always had CCR was always rocking, Al Green. Um, you know, so I, you know, if I go classic rock, I would say uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival's Brightest Hits. John Fogarty is a fucking G. Um, if, if I had to go uh, hip hop, I would probably say Dr. Dre's uh, 2001. Um, and if I went oldies, you know, I'd probably just put on like a lowrider classic album, you know what I mean? Because they're great compilations and usually you can listen to the whole album all the way through. Although I might have to change that up and do like Bretton Woods greatest hits, you know what I mean? I, I could, I could wrote it, that whole album, no problem, you know what I mean? But it's got to be wow. kind of up, upbeat and happy. And, you know, I, I really enjoy like happier, upbeat music. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure all of us do. <laughs> oh, those are great answers. Let's see. Uh, Dave says Motown. Al Green is amazing. Paul says CCR is my dad's favorite band. Um, and what does Dave say? 2001 over the chronic, more blasphemy. Okay, Dave, <laughs> we're allowed to have our opinions here. Okay? 
He's right. He, but you know what? I almost did say the chronic. I almost did. I almost did. But but 2001 has a little bit more bounce, and there's a lot more. Here, here's the reason I didn't say chronic. Right? Chronic was the first rap album I ever bought, and I was I think I was 11 or 12 years old, and my mom and dad took it away from me. And they they were like, you can't listen to this shit. And my stepdad was like, you know that these guys don't really live like this and they live in the Hollywood Hills and they're all full of shit. <laughs> I mean, I was like, what are you talking about? They're gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the 2001 album, I bought that on my own because I was past 18 and I lived in Sacramento at the time. And it, it was, I, I worked at a fucking Target in, in Southside Sacramento and I would walk home to that album every day and there was this older black man that we used to hang out together and we'd walk home together and we'd buy some tall cans of uh, old english on the way home and drink them together and it's nostalgia it's nostalgia for him oh, we have uh albert guajardo in the chat uh albi my mom was after you last night i'm gonna tell you what he said he says he puts the d in good <laughs> Uh, let's see. Albie says 2001, The Chronic is a great album. It really is. Um, what do you think about the halftime show this year? Dude, you know what? This is going to sound so soft, man. But at, towards the end of it, it was like, I, I actually, it was fucking weird because I've never, I've seen people, and I'm sure you, especially you, right? You, you've seen people, they get really emotional at live shows and stuff. And they're, you know, people get, you know, very excited and so emotional, you know, like a Michael Jackson concert where they're crying and shit. Oh, you mean like a new kids on the block concert? Oh, Donnie <laughs> Jordan? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Sexy motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but but you know, I, I'm I'm I don't know if I'm an introvert completely, but I, I'm I'm definitely a loner. So I don't go to concerts like that or anything. But but seeing seeing that on TV, it was kind of I was like, whoa, man! Like Dr. Dre was a huge part of me growing up, you know, from Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style, The Chronic, you know, two thousand one. Those those albums were very um, prominent in my life in in certain time periods. And then when you think that this man, um, you know, made Eminem then Eminem made 50 Cent, then 50 Cent made the game. Um, and all those people that were rocking on stage with them, I almost, I like, I almost teared up and I almost got emotional about it because, I mean, I'm so connected with these people through my history, you know? And it, 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 was, it was emotional for me. It, it, was, it was beautiful, it was fucking awesome. Although it really pissed me off when that chick was dancing on top of one of the low riders on the hood. I was like, oh my God, get off of it. <laughs> but you know, the, the show, it's gotta be shiny. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, I really loved it too. And um, it was just so fun seeing all these people that we grew up listening to and they were like fucking living the life, the dream. Oh my God, it was so yeah. good. It was so it, good. It, it was so good. And it was, you know, the 50 cent controversy, you know, him being overweight and stuff. I was just like, dog, he's like fucking 50. I mean, like, what? <laughs> you got to take a break sometime and enjoy this shit. You know what I mean? Hey, and, and it, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Kaylin says, yeah, all I could think was, damn girl, you're scratching the paint. <laughs> scratching the paint, yo, on the low rider. I thought he was talking about your eyelash right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm telling you, I have a pig in here. Hey, stop it, Winston. Um, I got all kinds of stuff going on in here. Um, Nativo, I'm going to stop my video real quick because I got to let my pig out, but we're still good. We're still talking. Um, so tell me a little bit about Winston. Come here. Tell me a little bit about the guests. Who are some of your like favorite guests that you've had on? You know, uh, one, two, two guests, they were on the same show, um, uh, was, was my buddy Zoltan and, and, uh, Ryan. And they came on. Zoltan is 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 a you know very big surfer in the area. He was the first surfer to do a kickflip on the surfboard. And his brother-in-law slash coach Ryan, uh, you know, they came on the show together, and they actually changed the whole trajectory of the show going forward after that because I you know I was um, I was going through a transition. You know what I mean with with you know, getting out of the motel business with my new life at home, COVID going on. And, and the podcast was fucking hilarious. I mean, the, 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 there's surf like straight up Santa Cruz surf dudes. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know what I mean? And, you know, I went to high school with Zoltan and, and, you know, he's a third generation magician, you know what I mean? So in high school, this motherfucker would come to, to, to school and he'd put on full on fucking shows. You know what I mean? Oh, wow, <laughs> he awesome. was, but, but even further than that, when we were little kids, um, my, my grandma used to live on the West side and we'd go visit her and I play with all, you know, the, the West side of Santa Cruz is generational. It's old school. The East side of Santa Cruz is the up and coming, the new shit. Right. But, um, is it you know, really? We were, Cause I'm like, we're kind of, I thought the West side was better than us here on the East side. <laughs> no, nah, man, it's the other way around for sure. But, you know, as, as neighborhood kids, like I, I would, you know, do the one knee skateboarding with Zoltan, you know, when we were like fucking six, seven, eight years old. So after the podcast, you know, we had good laugh. We had a good time and we go in the backyard and, you know, we're, we're smoking a little cannabis and having a good time. And I'm like, yo, man, like I'm really stressing out, you know, X, Y, and Z and blah, 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 blah. And, and they fucking look over at me with that surfer wisdom. And they're like, bro, just be cool, man. And like, everything's going to be fine. Look at us, bro. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, everything's going to be okay. You know? And just like, everything changed from there. You know what I mean? So if I really had to put like, you know, a, a game changing guest on and, and um, one that really impacted the show, it would be those boys. Okay. Awesome. I love that. And there's just something about like <clears throat> generational Santa Cruz, Santa Cruzians like, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. just the vibe and the attitude. And I do love that. Like, because in the, in the, Oh my God, my makeup, you guys, um, because in the end, it doesn't fucking matter. Like we could put so much worry and so much stress into like little things that we're creating in our heads, but at the end of the day, does it really fucking matter? And we wake up the next day and it's shit that we're creating. So sometimes it's good to just let it go and it's yeah. gonna all be okay. You don't have to stress and worry out. And I'm like that a lot too. So I'm talking to the both of us. 
Um, let's see. Dave says favorite strains? Question mark. Both of you. Oh, Dave has all the questions today. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I, strains. You know, I don't really get into that too much. I, you know, I'm coming from the era where it was either good or bad weed. You know what I mean? Like, th does it have seeds in it? Like, or can we just smoke the shit? You know what I mean? Like, and and the first strain I ever heard about was blueberry. You know what I mean? And the shit really smelled like blueberries. You know what I mean? And now it's like, you got to be a goddamn scientist to, you know, like, and I just want to smoke weed. You know what I mean? So favorite strand, I, I, I don't necessarily, I just love weed. You know what I mean? I, 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 um, I, I, I roll joints. I, it's the only way I really like to smoke. You know what I mean? And even then, you know, I smoke a little bit. I put it out a little bit later. I smoke a little bit. I put it out. You know, I, I don't, you know, I'm not really a bong smoker. I don't fuck blunts. You know, I, I don't know why people smoke joints this big. And like, I want to. <laughs> you know, I, I, I get high, though, and, and I go in the garage and I work out. I get high and, and I clean the house. I get high and I go for walks. You know what I, I mean? I get like, high and I go to bed. I get high <laughs> and I eat some pizza. Okay. I get high and I come on here and have a little party time with my friends. <laughs> but Nitigo, how we all wish we could be more like you. Okay. And get high and work out. <laughs> right. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> oh, no, no, I love it. I love it. Dave says back in the day we had swag, kind bud, or hydro, but find you some jack hair or bubblegum kush. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Jack, jack, jack is really good pot, man. It, it really is. And, I, you know, if, if I had to, I, I would say that I'm more of an indica smoker um, because I feel like I'm on crack when I'm smoking sativa. It, 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 I, I don't like that body high. The reason I like to smoke joints and I, I don't really hit oil or anything like that is because I like to feel my eyes. You know, I like to feel them like low and stuff. It makes me feel like I'm high, but if I, if I smoke one of those pens or something, I feel it in my body and I just feel like what's happening right now. It just feels weird. You know, edibles are like that for me too. Not that I don't like it, but I have to be in a mood to, sure. to, do, to do that way. You know what I mean? Like if I'm going to binge Netflix for six hours, like, yeah, edibles good. Doc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kaylin says, I love smoking blunts and big ass joints. I get high and clean. I'm a productive smoker. Oh, you guys, Word. You, know, you know what I, okay. I've only taken it one time, but um, I took Adderall one time and I swear to God, I cleaned my bathroom with a toothbrush for like three hours. And this is a true fucking story, you guys. One and done, no more Adderall for sunshine. You know what I'm Doug, saying? I, I, I took Adderall one time and I felt the most normal I'd ever felt in my life. Oh. It was it was weird. And my friend was like, uh, you may want to go see a doctor, Doug. Yeah, you're like 80 <laughs> or something is what that means. Well, that's probably why I get high and work out, right? Yeah, I love it, dude, fuck yeah. Um, so quick story. I have some of uh, my neighbors are like running out their place and the people that are running it have these two little kids and they saw Winston yesterday and they're like, oh my God, a pig. And she goes, mom, is there a cow in there too? Kids are the best, man. <laughs> kids are the best. They really are. You guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me and Nativa. We're having a really great time with you guys. Super early morning session. Uh, <laughs> Sean, I've been up since three o'clock. 
Oh my God. Well, so, the pig can't wait for me. The day's half over. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, when I first met Nativo, he tells me, I wake up every morning at 3 a.m. and go for a six mile hike or whatever. I'm like, who is this guy? Like, what? Um, so fucking funny. Um, so you guys, so Nativa has the paid the cost podcast and I dropped the link in the chat. I'm going to drop it again. You guys make sure and follow paid the cost go check out his podcast, uh, Nativo's podcast. They're so fun to listen to. Nativo, you just yeah, have like you. the perfect, like podcast voice. Was this something that you had to work on or something just natural? <laughs> it's so weird that people say that shit to me. So, so, um, during COVID, uh, me and the family, well, Mari wasn't here yet, but me, Junior, and Tanika would take the dogs and we'd go on a walk. And, you know, we'd talk about the podcast. And, and one day I just had like, I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to do it, you guys. And and I think my voice sounds stupid. And, and I, I think people are going to think my voice is annoying. And Junior looks over at me and he goes, Dad, stop being a punk and just do it. You know? And I was like, whoa. But I realized somebody was watching me, right? Um, but no, no. And oddly enough, I get compliments on on it all the time when I thought people were going to be like, this dude is annoying. So, so no, you know, Shine, I've always, I love movies. I love watching TV. I, I, I really enjoy that stuff. And there was a really big part of my life where I'd wake up every morning and I'd watch CNN and that, you know, and, and it's kind of like, it trips me out, you know, people kind of trip me out, like, where did you learn all this? Well, bro, I watch TV all the time. Like, I'm just mimicking what these people are doing. You know what I mean? Like, I listen to the radio, like, you know, um, you know, rap music, it taught me a lot of, a lot of game, you know, especially from the Bay Area, you know, like, late 80s, early 90s, E-40, Mac Dre, uh, too short. I mean, all these guys were selling tapes out of their trunks. They weren't looking for major labels to sign them or any of that stuff. They built it all on their own, you know, and, and really that's where I got all this from. Those dudes were my mentors and they taught me how to do it. And they gave you a million dollars worth of game on every song that they put out on every album that they put out. And it trips me out that people don't pick up on this shit. Like, bro, you can do it too. Watch what they're doing. You don't, you know, I, um, I don't, I don't like to talk down on school. I don't think school is a bad thing. I think school isn't for me, you know, and I, I barely graduated high school. I went to an alternative high school and that's why I graduated. Mainstream high school kicked me out. Um, I went to Gabriel College for a little bit and every class I got, uh, I, I got an A in, you know, and, and I, I'm, I, you know, I'm a smart person relatively, you know what I mean? And um, just school wasn't for me. So I, I just get up and I do things and I, and I learn by trial and error because one thing that I've really figured out about the school scene is that, you know, a teacher can tell you how to run a business until they're blue in the face, but they're, they're not going to tell you those situations where a customer comes back because something happened with the product or the service or how to deal with that, how to maintain your composure, you know, how to maintain your thoughts and, 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 you know, still be a respectable business owner and, you know, a responsible business owner and really take care of the person, even though they're upset and calling you names. And I like to be kicked in my teeth. 
please kick me in my teeth. I love it. No you know one's I mean? kicking me in my teeth, okay? <laughs> no. I, I just, I love that element of, of trying new things. And it's, it's one of my superpowers. And it's one of the reasons, like, I can drop a business, no problem, and start another one. And it doesn't freak me out. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's the excitement. For me, it's like, it's not what's at the end of the rainbow. It's getting through the rainbow. That, that's where all the wisdom, all the happiness, all the trial and error and tribulation and that's where all that shit is. It's not at the end when you're sitting in some big house with your glass of wine, enjoying smoking a cigar, whatever the fuck you do. You know what I mean? That that's, that's whatever, you know what I mean? That's something yeah. you do at the, at, at end game and you reflect, you know what I mean? I'm not, I don't, I'm not ready to reflect. I still got energy. I still got shit to do. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. You got a whole lot of energy. Let me tell you what, uh, Mr. <laughs> 3 a.m. or I'm asleep by 7 p.m. So I don't want to make it sound like you know, you I'm up 23 it, hours a day. <laughs> you don't want to make it sound like uh, what you go to sleep at 7 p.m. What the hell? Like does your wife go to sleep that early too? She does. She goes to sleep about 7:38 now. She she told me a couple months ago she was like, oh my god, I'm you. <laughs> she, you know, my wife is seven years younger than me. You know, so we we've definitely had some growing pains oh, you know what I mean oh, oh, <laughs> adorable I follow both of you on Instagram and I was watching you guys on your little family vacation or your trip to the influencers camp or wherever the hell you guys were and it just looked like a lot of fun and you guys just look so I just love it you guys are just a whole vibe Thank and y'all uh, are goals. Hashtag goals. Uh, <laughs> Kaylin says your voice is very calming, Miss Evo. Oh, wow. Thank you. I haven't heard that one yet. I appreciate it. Thank you. We want you to do audio books of like reading us to sleep at night. I think that would be good for you. I would love doing that. Yeah. I love auto audible. I love listening to audio books. It's my shit. I love that. I would be stoked to do that. I, Audible, if you're listening, I'm available. <laughs> We're making it happen. Um, let's see. Dawn says, you don't know how to do it till you fail and move on. Yeah. And, and that's that's it right there. You know, it's funny. Um, I can't really talk about it right now, but I do have something in the works with some business partners. And um I was thinking to myself the other day, I'm like, okay, we're going in, I'm going to new venture, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and a couple of days before that, I was like, fuck, man, when is all my experience going to kick in from, you know, this, 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 and this, and this, well, it's kicking in, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you know, signing contracts, going over leases, you know, like I, I, I know what I'm looking for now. I know what, uh, to ask and I know what I can't ask for and I know what I have to deal with with signing a lease for a building or you know um you know what what I have to do with the city or what I have to do with the state or you know there, there's there's so much things that come into play when you open a new business you know what I mean and it's finally like all my experience is like kicking into high gear so that was a great call out that he just put out man it, it really is um because I mean, that's my schooling, you know, these are my degrees and now I get to put them to use, you know what I mean? So it's, it's really exciting. Yeah. I am excited for you. I can't wait to follow your journey on whatever business venture. You're <laughs> in, 
I know that you will do it amazing and better than everybody else. And you'll get an award from Santa Cruz. <laughs> you. you know, what's funny, you guys, is when I popped on here with Nativo before we went live, uh, he has his magazine and he's showing me, you know, that he won an award. He didn't even know he oh, this? won. Yeah, he didn't even this know. Magazine? <laughs> Yeah, no idea. They didn't I didn't call to tell him that he won best podcast of Santa Cruz. Like that is so exciting. Well, one of three. I'm still confused about how this is working. I'm I'm still waiting for Tyler to be back. So hopefully, I'll talk to him at some point today and figure out this this anomaly award that I'm being <laughs> that I'm being honored with. Um, you know, but but um, you know, it runner up first, second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever I am, just to be acknowledged, I am thankful for, you know what I mean? It's, it's, um, it's the little wins, you know what I mean? That, that keep us motivated and keep us going, you know, whether it's somebody just saying that you have a great voice for this or somebody saying, Hey, I heard this podcast and it was awesome. You know what I mean? It's, or, or one of the best ones for me is, is man, I, I, I met up with somebody yesterday this dude, like he literally got crushed. So in October, he was up in the Santa Cruz mountains and he was doing some work. And, you know, there's a lot of damaged trees up there from the CZU fire and a huge branch fell on him and it crushed the back of his skull. His right side of his body is like four inches lower than the left side. Like some major shit happened. And he said, Hey bro, I drove up the coast and sat in my van and I listened to your podcast for like three days. And he, you know, he pointed one out specifically and he was like, bro, that one like got me motivated again. And, you know, I really related with the guests and I like that, that kind of shit is overwhelming. You know what I mean? And humbling, you know what I mean? It, it, and, and that's what the podcast is about, you know, trying to highlight the community, but we're giving game. This is where these people started. This is what they went through. This is what they're going through now. You know, I mean, um, your story was great. I had such a fun time with you on, you know, I mean, laughing about the tuba thing and <laughs> I, there's just, there's just, it, it was just fun. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And those are my favorite ones too, where you feel like you can be like, uh, oh you're cool as fuck you know what yeah. I mean let's just break this down and just have a good time and talk and it's easy you know th those are the funnest ones and and um you know it's it's the little wins that keep us going you yeah. know and and I don't need like if I can stay or be popular in this area that's all I want you know we um going back to the influencer trips we went on I met some really big sports athletes. Uh, I met Ken Griffey Jr., who was a baseball player, and I'm working out in the fucking hotel gym, and Dwight Howard, who plays on the Lakers, sits right next to me on a bench and starts working out, and I'm just like, what the fuck, dog? <laughs> but, it, but, but there was a really sad element to it because it, it seemed like one of them, I don't want to say exactly who it was, but one of them was, it was almost like painful for them to talk to anybody. Like they had done it so much in their wow. life that they didn't want to do it anymore. And it was like, it was really sad kind of. And I was like, God damn, I don't ever want to be that big. You know what I mean? Like, I think I can handle what, what I get in this community. You know what I mean? Because this is my home. 
I grew up here. I know a lot of people. I'm comfortable. But thinking about being that popular, like in New York or in Atlanta or some, or not being able to go to the grocery store or, or being like hit up on a regular basis, that's got to be draining. And it's got to feel like you're imprisoned or something. You know what I mean? And, you know, I had a lot of compassion and empathy, even though the guy didn't, he, he really wasn't that cool to me. Um, you know, it, it was like, um, I had a lot of empathy and compassion for him. You know what I mean? And, and I, my, my heart was there for him. Like, damn, bro, I, I wish I could like give you a hug or something, like give you some energy to like bring you back to life or something, you know, like, um, so, you know, I, I just don't ever want to be that big. I don't, I don't know if I can handle that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's crazy. I've been watching the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, you know, and I'm looking at these two, like, and I know they're like multimillionaires, you know, one suing yeah. one for 50 million and the other one suing one for a hundred million and all their fucking dirty laundry is being aired out all over TV. And I'm watching this, you know, being the spectator that I am. And I'm just like, why the fuck are they doing this? Is it really worth it to drag yourself through the mud for like a couple of million? I mean, okay, granted, $50 million is a lot of money. But for them, is it a lot of money? I don't know. Um, right. But it just trips me out, man, when you get to that level of success where everything is just being zoomed in through like a microscope or something, you know? Yeah, I, I can't do it, man. Like, nor do I want it. You know what I mean? I'm happy. I'm happy with my community. Yeah, absolutely. We got Darren Tennyson in the chat. What is up, Darren? Don says, "Yep, picturing Sunny with a sousaphone is fucking awesome." I'm glad you think that way, Don. <laughs> um, I actually, funny story. I <laughs> when I first started playing the tuba, um, I had to play in the bathroom on top of the toilet. Okay, the lid was closed. Okay, but there was nowhere else in the house that I could practice. So there's pictures of me practicing in the fucking bathroom with you know because you have to sit all proper, you know. So embarrassing, so fucking, and I'm wearing like a headband thing, like a dude. It's too much, too much. The <laughs> but, tuba uh, glory days. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> hey, it made me who I am today. There you, that goddamn right, it did. I love. That. There you go. <laughs> oh, oh my god! So Nativo, so paid the cost was your brain child from a pandemic so you were actually able to come out so much brighter on the other side of like what should have been like dark days for some but it seems like the pandemic really did bring out a lot of good things as well well you know for me shine it's like i said i'm i i, I don't know if i'm introverted or you know i'm just alone or what, whatever i don't really care but um I, I mean, I was like, man, I could do this lockdown thing forever. Like, it's all good. I'm not tripping, man. Deliver me groceries. Yeah. I'll go on a walk when I need to. My gym's in my garage. My podcasting studio's in my garage. Like, fuck it. I'm good. You know what I mean? So I was blessed because I thrive in that type of environment. You know what I mean? Like, I I, um, I have brothers and sisters, but, you know, I, I my dad was a rolling stone. So we each had our own mother's houses that we stayed at. Um, and, and for the most part, I grew up by myself. And, you know, in 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 my mom's side of the family, all his cousins, because I'm the second oldest and my oldest cousin, he was really into Legos and Legos were passed down from all the cousins. 
starting from my oldest cousin to me to my cousin to it, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I credit Lego for giving me my imagination because, you know, it was just me and my mom when I was growing up and, you know, bless her heart, man. She worked her ass off to take care of me. And we, we lived in a tiny little place and, you know, I'd have to ride my bike home and I, I'd have to be at home by myself for a long time before my mom got home. You know, we had the secret code with the, you know, the telephone where she would call then hang up and then we we count to 15 and then she'd call back again. And I know it was her. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I'd go home in like fourth, fifth grade. And I'd make myself a little snack and I'd turn, you know, afternoon cartoons on and I'd dump my Legos out on the floor. And, you know, I'm cutting out Batman ears from paper and then taping them on the head. And now I have a Batman figure. And, you know, I, I, I just thrive in that environment. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't break me. It makes me, and it makes my imagination go. And it's like, I, I feel like I, I mean, you could lock me in a room and I'd probably be okay as long as you were feeding me. You know what I mean? Like, I just need to eat. I kind of feel the same way. Um, I am still kind of living the lockdown life. I don't know. I still, you know, I go for my little walks or whatever. I've been trying to do five miles a day. I know you're proud of me, Nativo. I know you are. I'm trying to get them steps in. but I don't really like miss going to the bars and like fucking doing this and that. Like I'm good with my, with, and you know, I started doing this too during the pandemic because I was sad. I was depressed. You know, I just broke my fucking teeth, you know, all this shit was going on. And I know a lot of people, they look up to me and, and, and they love me. And I wanted to be able to put a very real picture out there. Look, this is me. I'm fucking sad, but I want to try to be happy. And I want to make you guys happy. Mm. And it was very important that I did that. And here I am, you know, I did take almost a year break when um, Oliver passed away, but you know, I'm back and better than ever. And- dude, you are killing right now, dude. When, when you started, I was like, oh, okay, cool. She's back. You know, we're doing once a week. God damn, Shine, how many shows have you done since you started? I don't know. <laughs> Tearing it up. I don't Love know. Love it. I love it. I do have um, Saturdays and Sundays off and I'm just, you know, I only did the month of April. I may take May off because that will be um, a, the year anniversary that, that Oliver passed away, which it blows my mind that it's been a That's year. That's crazy. That it's, is crazy. It's man. so, it's so crazy. Um, but I may take a break in May. Uh, but so I just wanted to like, really like get all my heavy hitters and all the people that I've been wanting to, to interview. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And just get it all out there. And I'm having a great time doing it. And I, you know, thank you for being on the show. Everybody at home, everybody listening on the podcast. I love you guys. Um, you inspire me just as much as I inspire all of you. Um, so Don says Legos are great till you grow up and step on one at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I haven't passed on the Lego traditions to my kids. So, well, Jun- Junior got it. I, I don't, I, I think Amari is going to be a very creative little person, man. Junior, um, Man, I'm so in love with my kids, man. You know, Junior, Junior saved my life, I think, you know, because, you know, even, you know, probably in the past 10, 12 years is when I've really started developing and maturing and being a man, you know, and, um, 
I was still into some shit. You know what I mean? Even when Junior was a little bit younger, you know, and uh, I'm so proud of him. I mean, he's a, he's, he's a phenomenal student. He's making it through mainstream high school. He is a phenomenal athlete. He's, you know, he's a freshman and he just got moved up to varsity baseball. So he's, he's pitching for the varsity team and he's worked his butt off to get there, you know, and I'm just so proud of him. Um, But, but Amari is a lot different. And um, my wife's family there, you know, my wife's a makeup artist. My brother-in-law makes music. Um, He made the theme song to pay the cost. Really? Um, Yeah. Both of them. Did Did I miss that part? Did you tell us this earlier? I didn't. No, I didn't. Sorry. No, no, no. My, my, my brother is work. My brother-in-law has worked with. Um, he's a hip hop producer, so he's worked with a ton of the Bay Area prevalent artists like Burner, um, the Mob Figures. Um, he even won. I think he remixed a Beyonce song or something like that, and he was in touch with Jay Z's manager for a little while. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, he he's a savage man, and just such a beautiful dude, man. Not not uh, you know physically. <laughs> But mentally, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a good looking dude. I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> he's a good looking, he's a good looking dude. But, um, but um, yeah, I mean, he, he, he's really helped me along the way. And um, shit, I completely forgot what I was talking about. The weed kicked in. Yeah, no, it's all good. Um, I'm still a little hungover from last night. So (laughs) my makeup's still melting off my face. Um, Oh, your so your son, you were talking about your son. Oh, yeah, Amari, Amari. But I think on the way. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, I I think he's, you know, my perception of Amari, you know, current current state at 15 months or whatever the fuck he is, uh, is he's going to be very creative. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm actually really excited for that because, you know, I, I, I'm an athlete in the sense that I like to work out and that kind of stuff. I, I, you know, I played a little baseball and soccer and football when I was a kid, but it, it you know, I'm not really that big of a sports fan or anything. Um, I know how shit works and whatever, but it's not like if I miss a football game, I'm going to shoot myself or anything. Um, and I think Amari is going to kind of be like that because he comes from such a creative place and, you know, what I'm doing, what my wife does, what my brother-in-law does. Um, but, you know, he's got a big brother that is a phenomenal athlete. So he may go that route too. You know what I mean? So we'll, we'll see, we'll see what he takes on. Oh, <laughs> that's just so cute. Like, it's so cool. Cause you have a teenager and then you have like a little baby. Well, you know, junior taught me so much. I had junior when I was 24 you know, and I was still, like I said, in the shit a little bit. And, um, you know, when Amari was born, I was like, dang, I really miss Junior's never going to cry like this again. You know, Junior's, you know, well, he's getting to the point, like me and Junior are like, you know, Marvel comics, you know, like we go and we, we used to watch every movie together. We used to do this together. And I miss that so much. So I, I really like, that's in my head. So now when, you know, Amari is like, you know, having a panic attack and throwing himself on the floor and shit, I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you little bastard, you're never going to do this again. So I'm going to enjoy it. You know, know? yeah, I, 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 I love it. And, you know, just, 
you know, when he gets really tired and I'm holding him and he puts his head on my shoulder and he's like snuggling in right here. And it's like, I enjoy it so much more. And, you know, there's a guilt for it for junior, but there's also a sense of, um, I kind of grew up with junior, you know what I mean? And, and, and junior is like my best dude. You know what I mean? Like, I love that kid, you know, and, and I've always been really upfront with him and, you know, he's, he, he had a hard first beginning, you know, like with his mom and things that he went through with her and, and, um, you know, it really forged our bond, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, I just, I love my kids so dang much, man. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's an experience that I, I'll, it, it, it's first and foremost for me always, yeah. always is being a dad. And, you know, my dad took off on me, you know what I mean? So I, I never want my kids to experience that. And, and, you know, you know, all those things fuck you up as you get older. You know what I mean? Why did this person leave? Why did this happen? Was I not this? What I what did I do? And you know what I mean? Like, you have to figure all those things out as you go along. Well, that's one aspect that my kids will never have to figure out. You know what I mean? And and it really, it really, it makes me happy, you know? Yeah, that is, I mean, that's stand up and you should be very, very proud of yourself because there's a lot of people that just don't think that way. Um, yeah. So, and uh, talking about like having kids young, I was 16 when I had Lucas, he'll be fucking 24 in a couple of months. I'm like, what the fuck? But we grew up together too. And I just love him so much. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted him to be a musician and he ended up going into art, you know, and that's fine. But, oh my God, my little baby, but I wouldn't have another one. Oh no, (laughs) no, I I got a pig for that. And let me tell you, when he does shit that pisses <laughs> the Tivo, I'm serious. Listen, when he does shit that pisses me off because he's like a perpetual four-year-old that will never grow up. Yeah. Like, you know, like he'll be knocking over pots and pans or doing all this shit to like get my attention. I'm just like, oh, yeah. So cute. yeah, you want to spank his little butt. Yeah. <laughs> and then squeeze his little cheeks and like pull him and do that kind of stuff. I do that to Amari all the time and He's so used to it now. He just lets me do it. You know? (laughs) Oh my God. Thank you, son. So Darren (laughs) says, love everything you're saying, brother. I bet you're an amazing dad. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. That's so cool. Uh, Well, we can just tell it by your smile and by the words. I mean, you're just very, uh, that's awesome. That's goals. Once again, hashtag goals. (laughs) Uh, We got Mike Torn in the chat. What's up, Mike? We got Quantum Bass. We got the whole fam bam here. You guys, we're going on about about an hour. We're going to start wrapping it up. But if you have any questions, drop them in the chat. What is Don saying? Mama Cantu squash that shit. She said, no more grandkids. <laughs> yeah, my I bet you you uh, thought twice about taking that birth control away from me when I was Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I actually I saw the uh your boys' graduation pictures and stuff. That was so cool. That must have just been like so just a big thing because you know in, in our family, you know, there's I think my aunt went to college, you know, and graduated, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's, again, junior's so different the way he's growing up. Right. You know, but when I was his age, I was drinking forties and chasing girls and, 
doing a lot of shit I, I shouldn't have been doing at that age. And all Junior talks about is going to college and getting videos together for scouts. And it's just like, who, what, what is happening? You know? And one night it was really weird. It, it, it was a weird feeling. I really felt like, like the oddball out, but my wife and, and junior were talking about, you know, the SATs and, you know, this and that, and like, shit, I, I it just sounded like I, I could have been at NASA or something. I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about, but I was just so, overwhelmingly happy you know what I mean like juniors juniors life is just so different than mine and it just really makes me proud and I'm just so happy for him that he hasn't had to see like some of the shit that I've seen you know what I mean and um I'm just, I'm just so happy for him you know he's such a good kid you know so yeah oh he's blushing you guys he's so happy <laughs> Uh, no, when I went to go hang out with you uh, for the podcast last year, I remember you talking a lot about Junior and, oh, we go, uh, we wake up at three and we go for walks and this and that. And it took me, I think by the end of it, I figured out Junior was your son, but I was like, whose kid is going to wake up with them at three in the morning to go for a fucking hike or a run or whatever? For yeah. abuse. <laughs> well, well, you know what? It actually, it, you know, all that working out started because he was back talking his mom. And I said, oh, oh, you got energy to talk shit, huh? After school and all that, you got all that energy. I said, okay. So I, I would wake him up at 4.30 after, after I weightlifted and did all that. And then we would go for a four-mile run. And now the motherfucker, you know, he'll go to baseball practice. He comes home and we go to bed early. And by 8.30, he's in the garage and he's doing his weight training. And he does it all by himself now. Oh. So, so I, I, I'm so happy that he, that's going to be something that he has for the rest of his life, you know, is staying in, and, and dude, he came out of his fucking room a couple of weeks ago with his shirt off. And I was like, go back in your room and put that fucking shirt on right now, dog. Like <laughs> he's fucking ripped. And I was just like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> I'm trying to get that. Like, I was just like jealous, genuinely jealous. I was just like, don't ever come out of your room with a shirt off again, bro. Fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> he gets it from his daddy. He gets it from yeah, his daddy. Yeah, well, you know, I worked a lot harder for mine. I know I did. <laughs> oh my God, that is too funny. That is so fucking funny. Uh, you guys, look, this is Nativa from Paid the Cost podcast i am dropping the link again in the chat you guys please make sure and go follow paid the cost this man works very hard and he has a lot of amazing content for you guys to go check out how many did we bring up the santa cruz waves thing okay okay we did we did all right <laughs> how much how many how many episodes have you done so far uh shine next week i'm dropping number 99 and uh i have my my guest coming up i think on the 24th who is a very big music producer out of san jose california that has worked with artists like wiz khalifa um yeah dude and his name is uh uh, uh slimmy be the name slimmy be no slimmy on the beat slimmy on the beat okay. um and his music is banging but he's gonna be the 100th episode and I'm super excited about it. I talked to a podcaster that had been doing it for like five years or something. And he said, you know, once you get to your hundredth episode, you're going to know if it's what you want to keep doing, 
you know, and I'm almost there and I want to do it even more than I wanted to do it before. I'm really excited about what the future holds for Paid the Cost. So, oh, yeah, that's so exciting. We have David Pistorius, Jocko Pistorius's nephew in the chat. What's up, David? <laughs> <sighs> Uh, this episode is brought to you in part by Weird Audio. If you guys need any recording uh, done in Austin, Texas, I highly recommend Weird Audio. Um, okay, Nativa, what is your best piece of advice for people that want to start a podcast or maybe it's not even a podcast, maybe it's a project in their life and, and, and they're just afraid to like to launch it because they're afraid that they're going to fail. What is your best piece of advice for these people? You know, the best piece of advice that I found when I was starting the podcast is just make sure it's good. It doesn't have to be perfect. And if you, you, you focus on perfect, you're never going to release the first episode. So once I found that piece of information, I was like, ah, okay fuck it, release it. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, I, I released my first two interviews, July 4th, 2020. And, and that, I mean, you can, that holds true for everything. You know, I, I think a lot of us were so caught up in, in vanity and, you know, not being kicked out of the tribe and not, you know, feeling accepted by our peers that we think everything needs to be perfect when in truth, it just needs to be good. You know what I mean? And, I think perfection and being perfect, it's, 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 it's out of reach. You know what I mean? We already are perfect. I'm the perfect Nativo. You're the perfect sunshine, you know, and, and that's, that's all we need to be is ourselves, you know, and, um, you know, just stop. You, if, if you're worried about outside opinions, it, it, that's going to be a jail cell. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's a really hard thing to do. I trip on it all the time. Again, being so private and being by a loner and being by myself all the time, this was a really big thing for me to do. And it fucks with my head all the time, all the time. And it's, it can be hard putting out such personal information about my kids and my wife and, you know, but there's also something very freeing about it. And, you know, with as many with as many people that I've hurt in the past <clears throat> and as many bad situations that I've been in in the past, um, it's, it's, it's healing and it's, it's healing my community and it's bringing people together that would never have otherwise been put together if it wasn't for the podcast, you know, so not perfect, good. I love that. So Lindsay, my beautiful wife in San Diego, she has been wanting to start a podcast for the past year. Uh, I had her on last night for as a co-host. She was very nervous, but she did really good. So I really am trying to encourage her to go ahead and just start yeah. the podcast and get it yes. Um, she's also the, um, the brainchild behind Rocksteady Collective. I believe that you're in that group as well. Yep, I am. Yep. So we love you, Lindsay, and we believe in you. Do it. Um, Start it, Lindsay. Yes. Let's Trial see. run's already done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Kaylin says perfect is overrated. Goddamn right. Mike says the only perfection is imperfection. That's a good one, too. Um, what does Don says? Jump in the deep end and you float. Okay. <laughs> buoyancy is important buoyancy is important <laughs> unless you got those heavy bones you might sink 
Um, all right, guys, we've been going on for about an hour. This is Ativo Gonzalez. He is the host of Paid the Cost podcast. I want to make sure that all of you go and um, subscribe to Paid the Cost. You can um, hear it on Apple, on what all the social platforms, right? Yeah, Apple, Spotify, uh, yeah, everywhere. iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube. Uh, you know, we just started the YouTube channel. That's been really exciting. You know, we got cameras up now in the studio and you know, that's been really cool. Now I'm learning how to edit, you know, so I've been editing all my own videos and then I shoot them off to the final editor and she adds all the, you know, the names and the end credits and the intro and all that. So shout out to Sierra for, for, for being a dope video editor and being a huge part of paid the cost. Wait, so uh, you have somebody to edit your videos for you? Yeah. Yeah. Actually I, I put out a, you know, uh, uh, APV and uh this girl that i grew up with hooked me up with this girl that she worked with and she had just graduated from ucse as a film and digital media major and uh you know we talked and i said you know i'm, I'm looking for an intern and you know you can put this on your portfolio and you know she said i would love to be a part of it and me and sierra have been rocking ever since man and to take the stress off her a little bit so she's not doing the full editing you know i you know i bought a new apple computer and i learned how to use the the program and and i'm doing the bulk of the editing but then you know like i said she's doing the final cut and then she posts it on youtube and does the thumbnail for it and I couldn't do it without her. So shout out to Sierra, man, because she's a huge part of, of what's going on with paid the cost. And, um, you know, I, I to what Lindsay, is that her name? The yes. co-host from yesterday? Lindsay, you will learn so much about yourself doing this. And it, that's one of the trip out things about this podcast thing that I did not expect about it is, is, and I'm sure you've dealt with it too, Shine, is that, um, even though we're interviewing different people, we're finding all these things hidden inside of us. I mean, I, I had a midlife crisis when I was turning 40 last year. And, uh, you know, the podcast like helped me stabilize and helped me get through it. And there's so much positive stuff that comes out of doing this. And you really find who you are, you know, by doing this. And that's one of the most beautiful things. And, you know, Lindsay, this is why you should be doing it. So get yeah. out there, get it done. And there's um, a ton of equipment too that makes it easy, just so you know too. And if anybody ever, you know, if you are in the chat, you are listening to this and you do follow Paid the Cost, feel free to DM me because I'm happy to show you what equipment I'm using, how to use it. You know, I, I'm, I'm an open book and I'm happy to help. So if anybody really wants to, you know, chop it up with me about that, I got you. Just DM or, you know, whatever. You guys, Nativo is just the sweetest person. I'm telling you, really, though, you made such an impression on me. Like, I remember, like, just everything. Like, I got a pair of sweatpants. I got, like, the total hookup. I came home with, like, two badass microphones I still haven't figured out how to use yet. Um, <laughs> like, you walked me to my car, and you're like, my, you know just falling apart he's like if you ever need any help with anything car work he's like i got you and i'm like oh my god like yeah man you this are is all santa cruz right here you know what i mean i i know a lot of people here and, and and it's it's important that we all take care of each other here that i mean that's what santa cruz is about you know we're, we're ever growing it's expanding really quick but we are a small town still you know what i mean and and we're all connected here i always say we're one degree off so when i tell people that i 
fucking mean it, man. So you are the best. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So Lindsay says, "I'm so excited to start it. I need to get over the fear of rejection. Thank you so much." Don't worry about rejection. Not it. Not everybody likes me. I'll tell you that for sure. There's a lot of people out there that are talking shit. I don't listen to them. Fuck them. <laughs> hey, and, and who won the Swelly Award 2022 Santa Cruz? Did we talk about that yet? Did we even talk about that yet? <laughs> <laughs> that is what's up. So Weed is over here trying to act smart. He goes, maybe I'll not quote Yoda anymore and just quote like Ralph Waldo Emerson. He said something. What did you say? Do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> oh, he oh he, he's been watching that dropout show on Hulu. That's what's going on there. <laughs> uh he goes uh duh, duh, duh. where are you, where's that comment at he said something like i love that he calls you shine can i call oh i'm sorry but i love that he calls you shine can i call you that now yes i love it too you're actually the only one that's ever called me shine and i've been called multiple things throughout my life and i love that i love it so much so yes Luigi, you can adopt that too <laughs> Hey, I'm the originator, though. You know, make that clear, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys, we are going to get out of here. We have a whole day ahead of us. Well, Nativa only has like five more hours. Until <laughs> okay, so we got to get him his day. Um, and, you know, I know he was pushing me, you guys, because he's like, oh, good Friday, 9 a.m. And I'm like, oh, you think I'm not going to wake up? <laughs> I'm there. I'll I said 10, you said no, let's do it at nine. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> so once again, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me. I want to interview you again once you get your next project started, because I want to know oh, all about it. Absolutely. 100%. Got you. Um, thank you guys, everybody who has joined in the chat. Oh, my God. Junior Groove Adore. <laughs> junior, they amo. Junior, they amo. <laughs> You know I guess me too, Junior. <laughs> you know who Junior is? Uh -uh. He's the bass, the dancing bass god. Um, or you're from Brazil, right? Portugal, Brazil, Brazil. Dude, and he's the guy that um he he's played with Black Jack before on stage. Oh, what? Yeah, Black and he, Jack is the shit. Yes, and he dances like he has the funkiest dance moves ever. <laughs> yes, what's up, dog? <laughs> Junior, thank you for hanging out. I know you don't uh how do you say i don't speak in anyways he doesn't speak english very good but thank you so much i just made my day okay calm down sonny calm down Woo! okay so any last words before we get going did we talk about the swelly awards <laughs> that's my tuba that's my tuba for your show <laughs> Oh my God, I love it. If you guys are in Santa Cruz, make sure you pick up a copy of Santa Cruz Waves. Yeah. Um, and you guys all check out Pay the Cost podcast. We're going to go ahead and get out of here. Um, until next time, make sure to be kind. You never know uh, what things people are going through. Uh, try to keep a smile on your face. Stay safe out there and keep rocking and rolling. Yeah. All right, Nativo, love you so much. Have love a, you too, Shine. a good rest of your five hours in your day. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye.